In my mid-twenties, I had a roommate that worked at a warehouse in the industrial section of town. Right next to the warehouse was another business, and he made friends with one of the employees. Turns out the employee was a martial arts teacher in his spare time, and he was a black belt in several styles of martial arts. He taught a class that embodied his favorite techniques, including uh, Wing Chun, Kung Fu, Karate, Jiu-Jitsu, Judo, Aikido, Taekwondo. Uh, his class consisted of anywhere 8 to 10 to 12 students, and it was by invitation only. So my roommate was telling me about this. He got in the class because he was invited in, and I said, hmm, can I get in? Uh, yes, I did, by invitation. I had to have an interview. Basically, with a teacher, he explained his philosophy on teaching, and if I agreed to enter into those terms, I was welcome to the class. His approach to teaching martial arts had a couple of things. Pretty simple. He disdained the belt system. He didn't like the yellow, black, gold, whatever they were, belts. He thought the best way to win a fight was to not fight at all. So if someone uh, you know, was trying to, to mess with you, you walk away, run away. But if you had to fight, you should be prepared to do so and to go one step further than your opponent. Hey, it's Tim Patterson. This is Trade Show Guy. You got Trade Show Guy Monday morning coffee for August 26th, 2019. Yes, the last Monday of August as we move into the last third of the year in September. Uh, catch my books on Amazon, Trade Show Success, and Trade Show Superheroes and Exhibiting Zombies. Uh, find my blog at tradeshowguyblog.com if you're not watching this on the blog right now. Check out the company site at uh, tradeshowguyexhibits.com. We excel in design and fabrication and logistical support of small to medium-sized businesses in their trade show marketing, helping them move out of their comfort zone into a bigger and better exhibit. And sometimes, though, they even downsize. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So back to that martial arts class. You know, I admit I had a little nervousness, a little trepidation about joining the class. It sounded fun, but it was daunting, I thought. I recall that we met for a couple of nights a week for about three hours a night, lots of time learning the various aspects of martial arts and close hand-to-hand -hand combat. Uh, one of the most memorable things we did, to, to my mind, involved learning to fall and to tumble. There was a fair amount of tumbling in there, falling, learn to fall correctly so you don't get hurt. Of course, we had mats we worked out on and sparred on. Uh, there was an exercise we did for a while, week after week, where two class members would hold up a wooden bar a few feet off the ground, you'd run, you'd jump over, you'd do a roll on the mat, and you'd jump up into a stance, right? Uh, great drill, lots of fun. As time went by, the bar got higher and higher, and the mats went away. And we were jumping over the bar and rolling on the wooden gym floor and coming up in the stance. By the time we finally finished the drill after we'd done this dozens and dozens of times, uh, the bar was about head height, maybe five feet, five and a half, six feet tall, and I was able to run and jump over the bar, come down and roll on the wooden floor, do a roll, bounce up onto my feet in a fighting stance. And I look back and think, how did I ever do that? <laughs> it was kind of incredible, actually. So I learned to fight martial arts style to a, to a degree. I spent about three years in the class before things changed. I decided to move on. But, you know, I learned a lot. Uh, during those close hand-to-hand -hand sparring uh, events, it got so that no one could lay a hand on me, really. I was always able to, to defend myself and keep from getting hit. Uh, but the lessons I learned kind of went outside the class in a way. Uh, they were unexpected. The biggest thing I got was confidence. I was a pretty shy kid without a lot of confidence before I joined the class. You know, even in my early 20s, I figured, hey, I was a kid, right? And I realized during the course of the training that it gave me confidence not only in my abilities in the martial arts, but outside the class and other areas, at like at work 
and interacting with people. I found myself uh, feeling better about myself in those abilities. I was an on-air talent at a local radio station. And I also felt I had more confidence in my uh, creative life. Uh, the, my creative outlets at that point um, were a little bit of writing, but a lot of music. I played in a number of bands. I was a drummer. I ended up buying a new guitar and an amp, learning guitar. I already had a drum set, so I thought, well, I need to learn guitar. I, I, I kind of picked it up in my late teens and slowly learned stuff. Uh, but I wanted to be a songwriter. My buddy that uh, got me into the, the uh, class was, was a, what I thought was a terrific songwriter. I still think he is. He writes all the time. He's written hundreds, maybe thousands of songs. So I wanted to write. I wrote and wrote and wrote lots of songs. Most of them just junk. Uh, many uh, were just pieces that really didn't go anywhere. Some were uh, complicated. They were unmemorable. Some were uh, simple. I look back, though. Uh, I actually had a project last year where I spent about seven months archiving hundreds and hundreds of cassettes. And a lot of my song pieces were on that. And I listened to them over again. And I, and I look back and go, wow, there actually was some some decent stuff in there some good song structure some decent lyrics some decent topics yeah not bad that was fun but then i got away from writing uh, music for a while you know until i finally hit about 50 then i had kind of another burst where i wrote dozens and dozens of songs and recorded several of them then it faded out it's kind of come and gone my whole life but back to the confidence and the connecting the dots i think the interesting thing is you you get into something and something else happens as a result i got into martial arts and got a lot of confidence in a lot of other areas which may not have come. So when you start to walk down one path, you have no way of knowing what will happen. You don't know who you'll meet. You don't know how they'll influence you. You don't know what you'll learn and how that'll affect you. Uh, and in a sense, maybe that's what makes uh, life so interesting and so fun. Steve Jobs, uh, like him, auditing a calligraphy class at Reed College in Portland. He dropped out of school. But he was still there in Portland, and he went to read and, and, and dropped in on a calligraphy class, uh, audited it, uh, taught by former Trappist monk Robert Palladino. Famous story. Jobs later credited Palladino with uh, teaching him about typefaces, and without that knowledge, computers might look much different than they do. Uh, Jobs has said there was no way to connect the dots at the time, but looking back 10 years later, it was very clear to him how it happened. And going... One step further in connecting the dots, uh, Palladino would not have been in Portland in the first place if he hadn't abandoned the Trappist monastery where he was a monk in 1968. But he'd fallen in love with a clarinetist from the Portland Symphony, and he asked to be dispensed from his priestly vows so he could move to Portland and marry her, and where he taught the class that Steve Jobs dropped in on. So connect all of those dots. Uh, let me, let me, in fact, quote Steve Jobs in collecting the, uh, connecting the dots. He says, quote, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and it has made all the difference in my life. Early in the 90s, I took a creative writing class, followed by a class on uh, coding, HTML, hypertext markup language. Did you even know what HTML stood for? <laughs> followed by a class on JavaScript, not because I wanted to write for a living or because I wanted to be a coder of HTML or JavaScript. I just wanted to learn what was behind that, what was all that stuff. Now, I'd taken creative writing in uh, in high school, but I, I wanted to kind of go back to that and, and get back into that uh, little little part of my life. So I've taken online courses also in marketing and advertising and music and more. I'm currently uh, doing a course uh, on using the software Logic Pro, the Apple 
uh, unbelievably intricate music production and writing software. It's taking a long time, a lot of fun, but I'm really enjoying the process. You know, no matter how long it takes, it's just part of what I do. So over time, some of those dots have connected. Many have not. Martial arts class gave me confidence in other areas of my life. Even though I was a drummer, I wanted to learn other parts of uh, music. So I picked up guitar as a teenager, taught myself how to play, taught myself to even write a few songs. Taking computer coding classes gave me a much deeper understanding of what goes on under the hood, so to speak, in computers. Uh, learning the ins and outs of uh, music creation software gives me insight into more creative ways to write and produce. So who knows where that will all lead. Uh, meeting a handful of professional trade show presenters, for example, in the trade show world has given me a look at the side of the business I might not have never known. I've met uh, 3D exhibit designers. And, you know, meeting them and talking to them certainly doesn't make me an exhibit designer, but it gives me knowledge on how to talk about design and how, what kind of things to look for and what makes a bad design, maybe what makes a good design. Uh, it, let me, it lets me talk about some of the aspects of the exhibit design with clients and prospects that I might not have otherwise had. Dots kept, uh, keep on connecting. You know, you learn one thing, another follows. Uh, Bob Marley saying, when one door is closed, many more is open. So let's, uh, let's close this door and see what happens next. This week's trade show tip is networking with fellow exhibitors. You know, we, we go to trade shows as an exhibitor or as an attendee, and sometimes as an exhibitor, you think, you know, I, I got to talk to everybody that comes into my booth. But you don't make time to talk to fellow exhibitors. Or if you do, it's a, hi, hello, hope you're doing, where are you from, you know. But spend some time, try to get to know them a little more. Find out what they're there for. What brought them there? Does the show work for them? Uh, what other shows do they go? Are they direct competitors? Or are they just a, sort of a complementary uh, product that's trying to reach the same similar market? There's a lot of ways that you can meet people and learn and see what dots you can connect there. Ask how they came to exhibit at the show. Uh, find out if they've been there before, what their experience has been. Talk about what works, what doesn't. Find out what other marketing efforts they use and how those work. Uh, if that makes sense, you know, and, and you, you hit it off, offer to connect after the show for a more in-depth discussion, either by the phone or in person if you're close by. Gives you time to learn about the other person and their business. So uh, again, it may not lead to anything, but by being open to the possibilities, you may find those dots connecting later on. All right. And this week's one good thing is a piece of software that I've used off and on over the last uh, several years called XMind mind mapping software. I really like mind map mapping software. I've been using it more lately just to kind of to, to put a vision, uh, kind of a, a, a what would you call it? A, uh, a visionary look at, at ideas versus just writing things down. Uh, I think that's a great way to capture ideas. And I would recommend XMind mind mapping software. In fact, I just posted a video uh, in the last couple of days on YouTube, and it'll show up on this blog as well this week, and uh, check my newsletter as well, and you'll see back to this. Uh, I just used, you can see how the mind mapping software works. It's, it's really kind of interesting. Uh, there's other ones out there. You don't have to be stuck with XMind mind mapping software, but XMind is a pretty good one and at a decent cost. That does it for this week's Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. Have yourself a great week. <laughs>